Welcome to the Capable Podcast, where you will hear stories of what it's like working or living with students or adults with disabilities. Today, my guest is Jennifer. Jennifer, thank you for coming on today to share your experience working with the disability community and an amazing story you have had over the years. I know you must have plenty. So tell me a little bit about your experience before we get into your story. Hi, I wanted to say thanks for having me on. I love any opportunity that I have to talk about my awesome students. Um, And having said that, uh, I have a little interesting background about how I became a special ed teacher. It was something that in high school, I always knew that I wanted to do. I was... um, remember a time in the band I was in the band and I had um, what I didn't know at the time but looking back would be probably a student with autism that was put in my squad and I just had this connection with him and I just I just loved it and I always kind of became the protector of people with special needs and so I just knew that that was my calling however college was not really my thing at first I was I was young I started school in kindergarten when I was four so I was 16 when I went to college turning 17 but um, not quite ready for it I wasn't the best student so I ended up changing my major to hotel restaurant management and not something I truly wanted to do <laughs> and I never did use that degree <laughs> so um I stayed at home with my kids for nine years, my own kids, and then I became a PTA mom, and I was always in the school volunteering, and my husband said, if you're going to be in the school so much, why don't you get a job there? (laughs) Why don't you make make some money? (laughs) Might as well. (laughs) Right, right. So I did. I got a job as a teacher aide, and um, I was in a classroom, it was probably the first classroom I went into that I told the teacher that I had always wanted to teach special ed. And she said, you should go back to school because she had done that. She was a a adult student that had gone back. So I went home that night and told my husband that and I was kind of laughing about it. And within a month I was registered and attending classes. So I did go back and got my degree So even though I'm a, I always call myself a late bloomer. (laughs) So I look like I've been teaching for a long time, but I am currently in my 10th year um, of teaching. So I had one year where I was at a board of DD in a high school class. And then I got hired in my district of choice, which was the school district that I went to school and I, my kids all went to school and that was my dream job. And that's where I am now, nine years later. Awesome. 10 yeah. years. I would still say 10 years is quite a bit of teaching. <laughs> it, I, I can't even like, I, I still feel like a new teacher. Like the first time they asked me to take a student teacher, I was like, Who, me, like I'm new. <laughs> it, it just goes so fast. It's crazy. Yeah, that's for sure. It's, I'm only in year five, but yeah, I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. It's already like my fifth year. Like that's crazy. Right. I feel like I yeah. just started not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. That's so good though, that you're like in the district that you wanted to be and that you're actually pursuing something that you like truly, really care about. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. If I wish I could go back and tell myself when I was in college, like 
you'll, you'll get to where you want to be like, you know, cause there's a lot of stress, you know, you worry about where you're going to get hired and, and, you know, with the class I teach, I teach in a, we call it a multiple handicap, but it's really like cross categorical, but it's self-contained. And we only have two self-contained, like two in the elementary and we're a big district, but, but there's not that many that are self-contained, you know, it's only like 1% of the district. So, you know, we have two elementary, two middle school, two high school. So you got to figure there's only six teachers in the district of what I wanted to do. So to get in, I was just, I was just thrilled. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, I'm glad you got in and you're still, uh, you're doing great in there. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so. All right. So let's hear this amazing story that you have. Um, tell me a story that like made you the teacher that you are today. Okay. Um, I, I look back to my first year. First of all, I've got to start off by saying that I have been blessed with two incredible paraprofessionals. I've had the same two women with me for my nine years, give or take like a month. So yeah, and they're, they're just amazing. And so I always try to say our classroom and our students. Um, so, but I did want to say like, if I, if I do talk about myself and say, I did this or I did that, that includes them because everything that I do, I couldn't do without them. I just, it's just really, it's like a blessing to go to work every day with them. And they, and most importantly, they love the students, but they're also really good at their job. <laughs> so, so it's great. So I just wanted to say that, like, I try really hard to say our classroom and our students, but That's sometimes, cool. sometimes I slip. <laughs> great. Even when you guys have a team too, like everyone is all on board. Everyone's there for the students. It's great. It's, I mean, we're the, we're the dream team. I mean, it's just, I couldn't, I I just can't imagine it without them. So, so it's great. Yeah, we're blessed. So, so anyways, when I think about the, the teacher that I am today, I could not think of it any other without thinking about my student Aiden. So my first open house, this would be the night before my, this is my first year at the public school. So this would be nine years ago. Um, I, we had an open house the night before school started. And in comes this little kindergartner. <laughs> and so he was just a bundle of energy. I mean, like from the minute he walked in, he had more energy than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> He's, he was just, I always refer to him. I think of it when I think back, I think of it as like a pinball machine. Like he was the ball in a pinball machine and he was just bouncing around from one place to another. And he barely looked me in the eye for like a second. And, you know, I had taught high school. I had only taught one year and it was high school. So this (laughs) five-year-old bundle of energy was, it was a shock. Yeah. You jumped from high school to like, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, so it was intense. And I, I just remember going home thinking, holy cow, like, like, what, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, and that's just how I went home. And um, really just over the next five years, I had him in my class for five years. And, 
every five, every one of those years was as intense as the first one. I mean, he just was, that's, and I describe my own son that way sometimes too. So I mean that in a loving way. He just was intense, you know, <laughs> not angry, not, it just, just intense. Every feeling. Multiple projects. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and yes. And that's really one of the big things I learned from him was to keep him busy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I had these five years with him, you know, and he was intense. He was brilliant, fun, sweet, just, just overall an amazing kid, but, but he was challenging. And so basically over the next five years, what I learned was what not to do. <laughs> a lot of that, a lot of learning what not to do. He came to me with a goal to say three words, like three sentence words. Mm -hmm. When he left me, and I'm, this is not me. I mean, it's my team, but this was him too. Mm -hmm. He left me going into middle school. I had to write an algebra goal. And I've never in my life had to write algebra goals <laughs> and have never written them since then. And I, I remember telling his mom, because they have in our school, they have the option of staying with me for fifth grade or going to middle school for fifth grade. We do it depending on the kid's need. Hmm. And I, I remember telling his mom, he has to go to middle school because I can't teach him math anymore. <laughs> like he, so he went from learning to say three words in a row to doing algebra over the course of those five years. He was brilliant. He's brilliant. He, he's brilliant. So he's highly energetic and brilliant, which like you said, is somebody you have to keep busy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why I learned so much from him. I just, people come into our room right now, they come into our room and they say, wow, it's really organized in here and it's really structured and and that's why I think thanks Aiden <laughs> because that's what I learned from him yeah. just that that structure like every we used to when I because when I came to the district the other teachers that did my setting would do fun Friday and it was kind of like an all-day fun free-for-all Friday just yeah. lay back have fun Friday nope that doesn't work. <laughs> so, no. so one, yeah, one of the first things I learned was like structure, structure, structure. Sure. So we, yeah, so we worked all day Friday and we still do to this day until the end of the day, then we do something fun, you know? So, so we do have a lot of fun in our classroom and, and Aiden was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. He just needed that structure. And, and so you know, I kind of just made all these changes along the way because of, because of Aiden. Mm -hmm. And, but the thing is, is it works for everybody in my room. Yeah. What yeah. You would think that you're like, oh, it's just for him. No, it's actually for everyone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's why, you know, he's been out of my room for four years now. I still do everything that I started because of him. And, and, you know, kids on the spectrum, kids off the spectrum, high functioning, you know, it's just, it just, they all thrive from the structure. And, and, and that's really the biggest thing that I learned from him. Um, 
And another thing I wanted to note that I learned from him was positive reinforcement. Because have you um, heard of the dojo dojo system? Mm-mm. Okay, it's it's big. It's big where I uh, the district I teach in. Um, it's it's class dojo, and you can use it. it. You can communicate with parents over it, but it's a reward system. Like you can keep points mm-hmm. so for the students, and they have little avatars, and it's fun. So when I started it, I gave everybody five points and then they were theirs to lose. And then I realized, and I'm that this did not happen quickly. It took me a while to realize this. <laughs> me and my coworkers were constantly saying, do you want to lose a point? Do you want to lose a point? You know, very negative. Like you're going to lose a point. You know, if you don't do this, you're going to lose a point. And it just, just kind of dawned on me. Like that's so negative. Because yeah. we were saying that a lot to Aiden, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And so it just, I totally revamped that whole system. And now like the points are theirs to earn. So they can, so it's a positive thing. So like all day long, they can earn points for anything they do. If they're extra good in something, you know, they'll get a point for, for going to their special. But then if, if the aides see that they're extra they do something special they can give them an extra point so it's just it's like endless and then we use it for a token economy to buy prizes but that's just it it just really changes the mindset and our wording and how we're approaching them that you know it's a positive thing not a negative thing that we're like constantly threatening threatening to take away from them yeah and Aiden seems like he needed more positive reinforcements than anything Yes, because it just became like, I know, I think he just tuned us out because we were constantly, you know, <laughs> like, you're going to lose point, you're going to lose point. And, and so just saying less, I actually have, I'm a big Hamilton fan. So I actually have on a board in my room, like talk less, smile more. <laughs> like, yeah. So we, um, you know, we can, we can do that because we're not constantly threatening to take away a point. We just give them a encouragement by giving them their points. So, so that's a big thing that I changed, um, that I've learned from, that I learned from Aiden. Is there any kind of like good moment that you remember with Aiden? Like if you're working in a small group or, you know, working one-to-one and he said something super funny or he solved an algebraic problem that you didn't know how to solve right away. (laughs) Oh my goodness. There's so many, I mean, five years. I actually, I know the podcast can't see this, but I actually have like a picture of, of Aiden and I on field trips. I, we just had so many good moments. Um, but he, he had, he had a really hard time focusing and something that, that my classroom was right across from the elevator and he, (laughs) we would be working just one-on-one sitting across from each other and he would, he would actually be focusing. And then all of a sudden he'd stop. He'd say, Oh, it's the elevator. And I'd be like, I don't hear anything. And then all of a sudden the doors would open. I'm like, <laughs> he just, I mean, there's no attention deficit. It's, it's attention overload. It's, it's not that they're not you know, that they're not paying attention to anything. It's he just hears everything. Everything. 
<laughs> everything. So it was like kind of a curse. And I ended up getting my room changed and it was great because having the room across from an elevator with a kid like Aiden that hears absolutely everything, you know? So, and it just took like one thing like that. And then you'd lose like five minutes of work time because <laughs> you have to listen to the elevator. Yeah. Cause they're thinking like all over you're like, yeah, what are you focused on right now? Yeah. Oh, do you, do you yeah. see that bug? <laughs> yeah. Not see the bug. <laughs> right. Oh. And it's, and you could, yeah, like you said, you could totally tell because he just stops what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's just totally lost, you know, for a few minutes. And, the, and you, you know, there's only, it's, it's amazing how quickly the school day goes. So you want, especially when they're tuned in and working, you want every moment like that. But he just, it, I mean, just, it was just endless fun stories with with Aiden and um I actually I still keep in touch with him now he's 14 now and um I see him at a lot of sporting events and and I keep in touch with his family and he is now in a more um he's not in a self-contained classroom anymore so Mm -hmm. you know he's in a, a less restrictive environment which is awesome but after he graduated from my class, I took him to see a movie and we drove around the town and he told me we have a lot of tornado sirens and he told me the model number of all the tornado sirens, not just the ones that we had, they, our town had just put in new tornado sirens. He told me the old model numbers <laughs> and the new, the new model numbers. Yeah. So he, he's just, that's just the kind of kid he is. So he's just, yeah, a, he's always on the move. He's always learning something new, you know, he's yeah. like 20 things all in one time. Oh. He's an amazing kid. And I just, you know, it's just funny. And I do this a lot, like, because I teach now I had kindergarten at the time, but now I teach like, kind of like second through fifth grade, depending on what students we have. So sometimes I see kids coming up to me and I'm like, Oh, I'm a little scared, (laughs) you know? And, but it's just funny to look back at my first impression of Aiden and how I went home that night saying, Holy cow. And then, you know, here I am you know, nine years later talking about him as, as just giving him a lot of credit for, for how I'm teaching now. And it's just, you know, I wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah. That, that sounds amazing. And I wonder like, if you ever like talk to Aiden about like, maybe next time being like, Hey, did I ever like help you out? Or did I ever like give you any kind of pointers? Cause I've always wondered about their perspective of things too. He, it's funny you say that. Cause he actually wrote me a letter and sent it to me in the mail and it just, it brought tears to my eyes. I mean, he, it just uh, alone, let alone, I mean, his writing was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And my, and one of my paraprofessionals, she always taught because I do not have teacher writer or teacher writing. I have terrible writing. So, um, so I give her credit for the writing and <laughs> as, and as other teachers, obviously, but, um, he, he really wrote and, you know, just talked about what our class meant to him and um, it was, it was really, really a touching letter. So, so I have had that chance to, um, you know, in his way, tell me what our class meant to him. 
Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah never lose lose that letter. <laughs> yeah, I have it. I actually have this. That's funny. I have a bulletin board in my classroom that has funny, funny little things from different students. Um, like I had a student that came to me and she had a piece of uh, rubber bacon. Oh, yeah, I know. She flapped it. That's what she came from preschool and she flapped her rubber bacon. And after she outgrew that, I stuck it to the bulletin board because I'll always remember her, you know, from that rubber bacon. And and I have like peck signs that we used for Aiden that I won't say what they said. <laughs> but, but um, you know, signs that we held up for him. And um one thing one thing that we did have for him was we called him our OT taught us this to have whoops cards because you know when you have structure sometimes that changes and it gets messed up mm -hmm. so our OT suggested whoops cards so Aiden loved ninja turtles so I printed ninja turtles and if anything changed we gave him a whoops card, like, and we would say, whoops, that's okay. And he would be, he'd be distracted by the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> and it was kind of enough to say, okay, you know, it wasn't like he was like, oh, okay, it was like, kind of like, okay, <laughs> you know, and he would go along with, you know, the change. So, mm -hmm. so that was, so we have stuff like that hanging on our bulletin board, but I do have, I do have his, the letter from Aiden hanging up. I'll never lose that. <laughs> No, that's, that's priceless right there. Well, yeah. thank you so much for your story and your experience and all of it. I, I loved it. I loved you. Awesome. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. I mean, you can see the smile on my face. I know the listeners can't, but I have a giant smile on my face and that's just how I get. All right. Well, keep a lookout for more stories to come.